this episode, I'm joined by my teenage daughter, Hannah, as we talk about confidence. We talk about the negative soundtrack in our head, how comparison gets in the way, and our problematic tendency to shrink and hide when really we were made to shine. It's time to own who we are and start believing we're enough. Hi, I'm Becky the host of the Girl on a Hill podcast, where we encourage you to stop hiding, start shining, and to be the woman you were created to be. You can download Girl on a Hill podcast on your favorite podcast app, such as Apple Podcast, Google Podcast, and Spotify. Thanks for listening. And now let's head to the hill. Hey, welcome to Girl on a Hill. Thank you so much for being with us today. I have to say I'm pretty excited because today I have one of my most favorite people in the whole world recording with me. And I know I say that about the other girls on the hill, but this one is extra special because today I have my daughter. Say hi, Hannah. Yes. Hi. That's Hannah. Hannah is my oldest. She's 15, which is crazy to me. Mm-hmm. And she is about to start her sophomore year of high school. Yes, I am. How did that happen? Exactly. Right. <laughs> it goes really fast out there, people. It really does. But you know mm-hmm. what? Every stage is pretty awesome. Yeah. My dad told me that once. He said, every stage with your kids is the best stage. And at first I thought he was crazy, but it really is if you just kind of roll with it and look for the look for the goodness. She's a pretty awesome teenager. So. Thank you. You are welcome. So I was giving Hannah kind of a hard time earlier this week because so next week she starts high school her second year and I was telling her okay so you know that you're going to get asked six different times by six different teachers to do some silly icebreaker where you share information about yourself so Mm -hmm. um, I'm going to have you practice that right now so go ahead and tell our listeners uh, some things about yourself well as you know I'm 15 I'm about to start my sophomore year I love the office and I really enjoy doing artwork and making things. She is very creative, both with lots of different kinds of mediums, painting, string art, baking. She makes amazing crackers. Thank you. You're welcome. Um, Yeah, so I kind of got the idea of recording with Hannah a while ago and I was really excited she agreed to do it and Mm -hmm. it kind of speaks to what she wanted to talk about but I asked her I thought okay Hannah what are some things you think you could talk about and what she came up with was confidence Mm -hmm. Hannah could you tell people why you thought confidence was a good topic for you to be on the pod about well um a couple years ago, in probably seventh or eighth grade, like especially at youth group and church, I would like hang back, not really play the games or be involved. Like I was there, but I wasn't really. Mm-hmm. Um, and then once I started my freshman year and it was on Zoom, I had to do everything online. And I think that actually helped me because I had to make all my friends through emails and um now some of my closest friends I made because of that, and it helped me be confident through that, which is crazy because it's through Zoom. Right. And it really helped me. Yeah. And now I am more involved. I actually play the games. I do stuff, a lot of stuff at church now. You make eye contact. Yes. You talk to people. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, it's been a really big growth. So I think that was what she told me was she saw growth in herself and her confidence. And this is what blew me away and really, really convicted me. So Hannah, you did it. You do it all the time. We're parents out there. I'm sure I'm not alone in this and that our kids teach us so crazy much. They (laughs) sometimes just see the world through different eyes. But her feelings about growth just kind of hit me in the gut because she understands, I think, what it means to grow. Because I think as adults, we get it in our head that growth means that we've arrived or we're done or we're finished or we're perfect or now we're amazing at it. Mm-hmm. And we're like ultra confident women who are just able to do anything. We don't care what anyone thinks. But really, that growth means that we're making strides, that we're just a little bit better today than we were yesterday or than we were six months ago. It's just that slow forward progress. It doesn't mean perfection. And so I think I just really, I loved that you said you wanted to talk about confidence, Hannah, because it just reminded me that we don't have to be perfect to have grown. Mm -hmm. Like you really have made amazing strides in your confidence. So we're going to get into it a little bit more. And I will ask you, we're going to follow up on some of what you said, but we're going to dig into the definitions of yes. confidence. Listeners might know that I'm a big giant nerd. <laughs> so I like dictionaries. <laughs> I like uh, definitions. Okay. So the first definition I found was the state of feeling certain about the truth of something. And I think that means, you know, like I'm confident that the constitution is a document, you know, where you're talking about something, not yourself. Yeah. Um, you know, I'm confident my house won't fall down today. You know that it's true. Right. Yes. You know that it's true. And I really love the idea of applying this definition to self, even though that's not the way it was intended. Because I think sometimes we don't realize the truth about who we are. And that's a huge part of who we are at girl on a hill is You know, if you're not confident, you're hiding. Can't shine if you're hiding. (laughs) And then you're not being who you were made to be. And this is, confidence is just owning who you were made to be. And who you are 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 some things that I think women really struggle with is feeling enough, Mm -hmm. feeling worthy, feeling loved. Yes. Yeah, and I think that's something that not just adults struggle with. I mean, I really think it starts as early as childhood, some of those messages. Yes. (laughs) yeah I think I think it's it's something we all struggle with so the second definition is kind of the one meant to be about confidence where it's a feeling of self-assurance rising from one's appreciation of your own abilities or qualities and I think this is just the realization that I have something to contribute Um, now I'm going to ask Hannah this this is something I say to her all the time and she just totally loves it when I do don't you mm-hmm. yeah she you're not being sarcastic at all no I'm not yeah she loves it um but this is one of my tried and true mom isms what what do I tell you all the time Han you always say that I am a person worth knowing yes she is a person worth knowing and so are you listener whoever you are yes because everybody is worth knowing and everybody has something to contribute. And I think confidence plays a huge part in that is just when you learn to recognize your value and learn to recognize that, oh, I am a valuable member of this group. I 
Do you have something to offer these people? Hannah, why do you think people tend to see themselves as not good enough? I think because they are only looking at the negative in them or Mm. only their flaws. And then they think that people are just going to focus on their flaws. So they don't want to go out and hang out with a person or try to fit in with this group because they don't think that they could. Because they're only focusing on what they don't like about themselves. <sighs> yeah. I don't, oh, I don't like that at all. I don't like that that starts so young. And I wish I could tell you it goes away when you're, when you're 20, it'll all be fine. But, um, you know, I'm 40 and I still wrestle with that. But I think you're totally right. I think we do tend to just, we're our own worst enemy and we're, mm-hmm bullies in our brain do you have negative like soundtracks in your head about yourself yeah I do that all the time especially when I'm around people I will just focus on flaws instead of good things Mm, yes so you're kind of hitting at that other thing it's that comparison Mm -hmm. piece yes where I just think it's really hard it's hard to shut that off um to not, like you said, walk in a room and look at everybody else and weigh yourself against everyone else when Mm -hmm. you just have to realize, you know what, I wasn't made to be them. And they are made differently with different qualities. And I have these different qualities. And that's okay. It's just kind of owning who you are. I I wrote this down. Um, Sometimes people think confidence can come off kind of arrogantly. Like, oh, I think I'm amazing. Yeah. And that's not it at all. I think it's it's not walking into a room thinking that you're better than everybody else or thinking less of all the people in the room, but it's walking into a room being 100% okay with who you are and not having to compare yourself to the exactly. other people in the room. And so, yeah, I'm really glad you mentioned that comparison piece, Hannah, because it's a really, it's a really tough thing. I think that comparison keeps you from seeing your own value Mm -hmm. so is that kind of what kept you from you mentioned it like at youth group and at church now she didn't mention school in seventh and eighth grade because she's she was homeschooled until freshman year so that's why that didn't come up um but do you think comparison is what kept you from joining in or just thinking the negative things about yourself or was it something else I think it was kind of both just comparing myself to everyone else at church or youth group and then normally focusing on flaws Mm -hmm. which you know insecurity and not being confident Mm -hmm. do you think fear kind of plays a role Mm -hmm. you can like you're afraid of what other people might think or if they see like a flaw or something inside of you that they might not like you but that's not actually true they're just gonna like you for who you are you're just focusing on the bad things that you see inside of yourself yeah I think we get really in our own head and in our own way and I think we really do think that everybody is always watching us and always thinking about us and they seldom actually are Mm -hmm. I don't know about you is that true for you like how often do you actually walk in a room and start like judge oh that girl's socks are stupid or like uh, never. Right? <laughs> like no one does that. No one ever is mm-hmm. 
mean about you that way. And it, I don't know, or do you get it in your head where you walk into a room and it can be people on the total other side of the room and they're talking or and they giggle and you just instantly go, oh, I know that was about me. I've done that a lot. Yes, I hate that. Why do girls do that? I don't know. I don't know either, <laughs> but it's dumb and we should stop. Uh-huh. Yes, definitely we should. Um, because, yeah, we know, I think intellectually we know everyone is not watching Mm -hmm. everyone no one everyone is self-absorbed yeah they're worried about their own self (laughs) they don't care (laughs) they don't care about you everybody else is worried about it too Mm -hmm. for real nobody nobody is paying attention to you so we need to let that piece go yeah now you kind of mentioned zoom and covid as being positives and if you have not listened to our episode see the good Go back and listen, because that was where uh, Jolene Crystal and I just really looked for the good things that came out mm-hmm. of a lockdown, because there can be bright pops of joy even when you're struggling. Um, so Hannah, we talk a lot, you know, it's all over the internet about how anonymity can make people really mean. You know, there's internet trolls and... Mm-hmm. People will comment things on message boards that boards that you would never in a million years say in real life. Mm-hmm. But I think, Hannah, what I saw with you, how did that make it easier to approach people having it be over the computer rather than in real life? Well, it was a lot easier to learn like how to talk to people more and how to make friends better because I was able to just email them and mm-hmm. that's a lot easier than like having to go up to someone and try to start a friendship yeah so then after zoom once you know we were back in person I found that it was a lot easier for me to go up and talk to people because I had gained experience yeah you had tried it and it worked yes now when you first made that step because I was super proud of her because she actually she reached out she made the first step and just looked for kids who had their cameras on, who were paying attention. Mm-hmm. You looked for the nice kids and reached out and sent that email like, hey, you know, would love to connect with some people since we can't be at school. Now, yeah. did they respond with, oh, ew, no, or were they nice? Every single one of them was nice. Yeah. And probably like her two closest friends. Yeah, my two closest friends, like I made them friends through emails yeah. during time when we were on zoom only and that i do really think that was a catalyst towards you gaining confidence because once you do something it becomes a little bit easier the next time like you said so then when you started getting to go back to youth group and back to school in person you weren't as afraid is Mm -hmm. that right to kind of go up to somebody and start talking because you knew that they probably weren't going to shut you down yeah exactly and i think it's like that for us too, ladies, even though we're not 15, I still hear from ladies all the time that they're scared to death to talk to people and to make friends mm-hmm. because I don't know what we're worried about. What are we worried about? Nothing. <laughs> but like, how do be. we think they're going to, in our own messed up brain, how do we think they're going to react? You know, we think they're going to react poorly, that they're going to like shut us down and not want to talk to us, but it's, you know... Pretty much always the opposite. It is pretty much. I I tell you, 98% of people that you make an attempt to be friendly with will be friendly back. 
Mm-hmm. They really will. And I think a lot of us, I hear from women all the time. I do a lot of speaking at events. I hear that women just struggle with loneliness. And I don't think the pandemic helped that. No. At all. You know, <laughs> we were isolated, alone. We are built for community. So women are lonely and, and women are scared and women are worried they're going to be judged and ridiculed, whatever. But I just think you got to put yourself out there a little bit. And if you need to do it like Hannah and first start in a way that makes you feel the most comfortable. So for me, that would be kind of similar to Hannah. Send a text, reach out on Facebook. Mm-hmm send a little an email like that first where because that's easier for me because I have time to process and I don't have to respond right away but if you are a people person out there like Sid the Squid (laughs) you would probably feel more comfortable approaching in person because then your personality shines through and you can win them over with your warmth and your bubbliness yeah so I would say that's a really great action step is just reach out in a way that feels comfortable to you Mm -hmm. um to the safest person on your list that you're wanting to befriend. Yeah. Start easy. And then that will go well because it will. Yeah. And then you try again. And then the next time you're at the park and you're kind of lonely and your kids are playing and there's the mom across the way, you'll be less afraid to go strike up a conversation or the lady at the soccer team or the lady at church that you don't really know. Whoever it is, you're going to start to feel a little bit better if it goes well the first time Mm -hmm. yeah I love that so Hannah have you felt this and I we've both kind of danced around it as a big part of feeling not confident not wanting to look silly Mm -hmm. yeah especially when like um something embarrassing happens with me at least I tend to focus on that for a really long time and think mm. like, oh, I messed that up. People aren't going to want to talk to me anymore because of just that one thing that really everyone forgot right after it happened. Mm, see, okay, I don't like this. This is proof that overthinking may be genetic. Yeah. Hashtag, <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> it's terrible. It's a plague. Yeah, they probably did. If there is something silly, if you really did do something embarrassing, you spilled your lunch tray or whatever. Yeah. People probably don't remember, don't care. Again, they're caring about themselves. Yeah. But I think in our head, we think a lot of the things where we think maybe we'll look silly. We actually don't. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like I know, um, she's bringing up youth groups. So I know I always used to feel really silly, like doing the hand motions Mm -hmm. or whenever I was around a group where people were dancing or singing out loud I always felt like that if I joined in, I would look dumb. Yeah, like at VBS. Yeah. I, w- I didn't really want to do like the dancing and singing, but I did because everyone else was doing it. I know it didn't actually look bad. Yeah, that's the thing. Everyone else is having fun. Yeah. And I think where we sometimes when we when we pull ourselves out of these situations and we pull ourselves to the side and we become that wallflower that's just the loner off in the chair while everyone else is joining in and maybe you know you're not a leader at VBS maybe but you've probably been to a wedding reception mm-hmm. where everybody's dancing and you're off to the side or something you can probably put yourself in a similar situation i think you actually draw more attention to yourself 
being the sad little wallflower in the corner than if you were just joining in. Yeah, I learned that. Yeah. Because when you're the only one not participating, because you're afraid of looking silly or because you're afraid of all eyes on you, actually then all eyes are on you. Mm -hmm. Because the group then is going, what's wrong with that girl over there? Yeah. Why isn't she? I remember that our church had like a Valentine's dance. Mm-hmm. A few years ago, and there were, you know, I was fine doing the slow songs with my husband because you really just, you know, hug to a song. <laughs> but, but when it when it was like the silly songs, like Cupid Shuffle or whatever the annoying songs they play at those yeah. kind of things, I was the sad loner <laughs> in the chair, and that's when everybody looks at you, and I think that's when you get judged. Like, oh, mm-hmm. what's wrong with Becky? <laughs> when really it would have been so much better if I had just joined in. Yes. <laughs> Yeah, it's, we do crazy things to ourselves. Our our protection is often laced with arrows. Like we really hurt ourselves. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I think, um, I saw this on Pinterest and the author was unknown. So this is not my wisdom, but I, I don't know whose it is. Confidence doesn't come from trusting in your ability to always be right or to do everything perfectly but in not being afraid of making a mistake. And I would also add to that in not being afraid of looking silly, of standing out, mm-hmm. of shining and being who you are. You know, but I think, and I think Hannah is with me. I'm going to throw her under the bus here, lump her in with her mother. Is that, do you kind of like to always be right? Yeah, I And do. be the good, perfect. I don't like being wrong. Yeah. I know. She's talked before, she was hoping not to get a certain teacher this year because she would always call on students a lot without you raising your hand. Yeah. Yeah. And that all of us can go back to high school and those days where you're just praying like, don't call on me, don't call on me. Mm -hmm. Because you don't want to be wrong in front of everybody. Yeah. Never mind that nobody else usually knows the answer either. Mm -hmm. But yeah, just that we want to be right. We want to be perfect, even though perfect is not a thing. Um, but I, and that's not what gives us confidence. Confidence doesn't come from being this perfect superhuman, which is great because that's not real. (laughs) It's just from going, you know what, even if I make a mistake or if I get an answer wrong, or if I join in and do the silly line dance, (laughs) I'm going to be okay because I'm owning who I am. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I think that's what it is. It's about owning who you are and knowing I'm enough. I'm worthy. I'm loved. I am a person worth knowing. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And they all are. Everybody listening, aren't they, Han? Yes, they are. Yes, they are. Um, And I think, too, this was my kind of my final thought. I don't know if this is true for you, too, Hannah, but as you kind of grow in your own confidence and you start to see your own value, you start to see the value of other people. Mm-hmm. Too, you start realizing, oh, everybody really does have a part to play, yeah, and can offer something. Did that happen for you? Did that? Did you kind of feel that change where you started to recognize that you were a person worth knowing, that you had value to contribute? Mm-hmm. Eventually, I just started realizing that people like wanted to know me, and I wanted to know them. Mm-hmm. And I started to get over myself. Yeah. And a lot of the misconceptions 
that you had started to fall away. I mm-hmm. remember you even thinking that certain people didn't like you. Mm-hmm. You know, and some of those people are close friends. Yeah, I know. It's crazy. Now you just have to kind of get over those negative thoughts that run through mm-hmm. your head and defeat them with the truth. And then I think that's a step to finding confidence. Yeah. You got to shut down those negative thoughts, people. Mm-hmm. You can't let them in. You can't let them overtake the truth about who you are. So you are enough and you are worthy. And I hope that you are able to find your confidence. Yes. As you go about this week. And thank you so much for being here. Well, thank you for having me on here. With me. This is our second uh, episode filmed, filmed, recorded (laughs) here. We are not on film. No. But you know what? We would be okay. We need to own that we are in our cozies. Yeah. At night in a dirty garage. (laughs) Yeah. Because they don't care. (laughs) Yeah. They're in their cozies. Who knows? Unless you're on your way to work. But hey, no judgment. Nope. But thank you so much for joining in. I, If you are new listening with us today, I totally encourage you to go back and re-listen to some of our older episodes. There are some really good ones. And even if you happen to be one of Hannah's friends, she's listened. Do you enjoy? Yeah, I really do. Yeah. She's not just saying that because no. I'm her mom. No, I'm not. Yeah. We've, we've got stuff to stay, say for all ages. Um, we just really do want to help all of you ladies to get up on that hill and stop hiding under the bucket. The the verses in Matthew that we based our podcast about talks about you don't take a lamp and hide it under a bowl mm-hmm. because what's the point of that? But we do it to ourselves when we're insecure. We are literally putting a bowl on top of ourselves, covering <laughs> ourselves with a, with a blanket or like hiding the way a three-year-old does. Yeah. Just throwing a, <laughs> an afghan over the top can't find me no then you know we can you're drawing attention to yourself but no uh, one yeah. can see who you are they can't see your awesomeness and your light isn't shining and that is not what you are meant to be the world needs your specific brand of weird of awesome of quirky yes they really do you mm-hmm. have something that your neighbor needs so i totally encourage you your action steps this week take a small step If there is somebody that you have been afraid to reach out to, afraid to talk to, reach out in a way that makes you feel comfortable. That Mm -hmm. is your goal. Just say hi in person. It doesn't have to be long. Send a text. Hey, whatever. Take a step. And then join in one activity that you normally wouldn't. An activity that normally makes you feel really inhibited, really nervous, really scared. Even if it's something silly, little like singing at church mm-hmm. or dancing at a wedding, whatever it is. Even if it's playing tag in your backyard and you're worried you have a lot of neighbors. Mm-hmm. I know at our one of our houses we shared a fence mm-hmm. with seven seven different neighbors shared a fence so that was a lot of people that could look and I know sometimes I was who cares they're not looking at you they're worried about their own life join in go down Mm -hmm. the slip and slide get in the pool (laughs) with your kids live your life and enjoy it to the fullest Uh, walk in confidence ladies we love you thank you so much for joining with us and we'll be back with an all new episode next Wednesday see you later bye You've been listening to the Girl in a Hill podcast. Please help us out by sharing the podcast with your friends, connecting with us on social media, and leaving a review on Apple Podcasts. We're here to climb the hill with you 
as we all work to stop hiding, start shining, and be the women we were created to be. Join the conversation by connecting with us on social media. We're on Facebook and Instagram. Find us at facebook.com slash girl on a hill podcast or instagram.com slash girl on a hill podcast. You'll also want to check out our website, www.girlonahill.com, where we not only share each new podcast episode, but encouraging blog posts and links to any resources shared or talked about on the pod. Thank you for listening and we'll see you next week.